This episode of Gag Me With a Knife is brought to you by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. And who doesn't like to make a little money while doing their podcast passion project? With Podcorn, there is no middleman, one of many things I love. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly. And you never give up any rights to your podcast. Podcorn supports and protects you at every step and makes sure you're compensated for the work that you do. Podcorn has been super easy for me to use. I get notifications through my email and can browse sponsorships that look like they might fit with Gag Me With A Knife. The process is super easy, and that's what I love most about it. You can click on the link in our show notes to sign up and begin browsing sponsorship opportunities. After listening to the episode, of course. Sometimes in a teenage wasteland, you're going to get gagged. Gagged with a knife. Hey everyone, this is Emily and Alex again with another episode of Gag Me With A Knife. Tonight we're going to be talking about Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. Take it away, Emily. I like that you called it Wasteland. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read the back of the box. This is the the one of the original boxes that came in when it came out. So, here's a synopsis. Pamela Springsteen gives a slashing performance as Angela, a murderous camper who returns to Camp Happy Woods. Camp Happy Woods is not the name of the camp. Um, it's called Camp New Horizons. So, okay. Where she previously had killed most of the campers. The camp reopens under an inept new management team played by Michael J. Pollard and Sandra Dorsey. This is the ideal setting for Angela, who is dedicated to doing her job of eliminating immoral teenagers. Armed with an arsenal of knives, guns, ropes, axes, and even a lawnmower, Angela puts away everybody except for Marsha and her boyfriend in a no-holds-barred catfight. Marsha repeatedly stabs Angela and sends her off in an ambulance, thinking she'll never have to see her again. Or will she? So that just gave most of the movie. Yeah, and I mean, and I don't think anyone's going into this movie with any preconceived notions that there's going to be any suspense per se. I mean, we know what we're getting into. We were already, you know, thrown into the Angela's the killer. It's still Pamela Springsteen and the seat in the first and part two. Um, so I think what we're looking forward to in part three is just more Pamela Springsteen realness, just giving us fun kills, um, great one liners and just really, you know, uh, um, extending the humor and entertainment that we got with part two. But who writes on the back the ending of the movie? Apparently a lot of um, 80s horror. Well, though, just that in cheerleader camp, if I recall. <laughs> but, like, it's literally like um, if on the back of Friday the 13th Part 2, it's like at the end of the synopsis, it says, and then Jenny puts a sweater on, and then she uh, uses child psychology against Jason, and he thinks that she's his mom. And, and like, why would, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also they, I mean, I, I guess they don't give away the cop part of the story, but. Oh, the fact that it's um, his son, that Sean Whitmore's yeah. dad is yeah. in there. Yeah. 
but that's all it didn't give away. Yeah, that was really the only twist because, like, you know, there were waiting. Uh, they split into three groups in the very beginning, but then uh, we see two of the counselors and we're waiting for or whatever they're called. I guess they're called counselors. And then we're waiting on the third one and then boom, it is Sean's dad. I love that. That was cool. I did too. Um, and RIP Sean. Uh, Not in real life. I don't know if he's dead in real life. Yeah, baby boy though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I think this one's actually. I don't know. I I think that the second is probably better than this one, but I think they're pretty close for me. Um, I do like in this one that it really, really goes into classism because um, there's it's it's like a social experiment where they've gotten teenagers from the upper class and teenagers from the lower class, and they're putting them together to see how they work out. Um, I mean, in this experiment of sharing love, harmony, and peace for a better understanding between the rich and the poor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While, while one of the counselors is like the sleaziest thing on earth. And then the other one, his wife basically thinks she's on lifestyles of the rich and famous over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, get me, you know what? I mean, Angela, you could have just gone ahead and killed her first to like, really no No one would have cared. She was fun. I just like it. I just love her. We'll get more into her. I'm sure. But I do like, um, you know, at the beginning, I love the news reporter and the, the, she thinks, well, Angela has taken the name Maria because she's going to this camp under someone else's. Like, she kills a girl to take her place at the camp. I don't know how Angela would have known this girl's going to this camp or anything. Or how she knew what she was wearing. Because whenever she runs her down in the alley and you see her Maria Nicostra's dead body in the at the end of the alley, you know, um, Angela looks over. She has the exact same hairstyle and she's wearing the exact same outfit. It's like a little... Um, Single white female for me. Yeah. But it makes you wonder, do you think that Angela also got milkshake tattooed on her tits? Like Maria Nicostra? No, she would never do that. You don't think she's method acting? I'm sure she thinks (laughs) tattoos are immoral. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't think she was that. I mean, no, she would never do that. She, remember in the second one, she wears those like heinous bras. So she has that heinous bra in this one too, doesn't she? That looks like a corset. Oh yeah, they. I don't. I don't remember which one they talk. I think they talk about it a lot in the first one. But, um, I mean, we've got some really gross characters here. Uh, one of the rich girls. You think she's really sweet? You're gonna have to help me with their name. Cindy. Yes. So uh, Cindy and Cindy's actually from about ten miles from my house. She's from Dunwoody, Georgia. You should sock her. Well, I don't know if she still lives there, but um, but, <laughs> but I'll try to like see if I can like find her childhood home, look up a Z estimate on Zillow, and just kind of like get the scoop on her. That would be more fun with something like the Wonderland apartments, but like not really this B movie girl from Sleepaway Camp Three. Uh, Kim Wall <laughs> might be the next something that we don't even know. Who knows? Oh, and because it's been like a thousand years since this movie came out, so yeah. Well, she might have a comeback. Uh, she might. She never came in the first place. But <laughs> so, OK, so when she turns out to be a total bitch. Let's talk about um first, I guess, really, before you go into characters, let's talk about their, um, you know, on Sleepaway Camp 2, they all had Brat Pack names. So right. in this one. It's all Munsters and Brady Bunch and uh, West Side Story. Mm hmm. 
So you have a uh, Marsha um, from Brady Bunch, Herman from the Munsters, mm-hmm. Tony, I guess from West Side Story. I would assume that's West Side Story. Bobby, I but Bobby's from Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Lily, Lily Herman is, or Lily yeah, Munster, I mean Munster, yeah. Munster, yeah. Riff, West Side Story, West Side Story, Cindy, Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch, Snowboy. I think Snowboy and Arab are the only ones that don't. Okay, Barney. Well, hold on. No, there's a Snowboy in West Side Story. Um, he's a jet played by Burt Michaels. I had to look that up. Okay, but Barney. Um, I don't know about a Barney. Unless Barney is, I don't know about a Barney. Okay, well, we'll I feel like there's one character that didn't have it, but I don't know who it was. Uh, Maria. Uh, that's that, West that's Side. what. Yeah, that's what's that story. Tawny. She's the news reporter, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Tawny's the news reporter. Maybe she's the one because Barney is in Brady Bunch. Who's Barney in Brady Bunch? It says um, I had to look it up too. It's um, he, he's is Archie. It Alice, is it the butcher? I don't know. Alice's boyfriend, or maybe it's their dog's name. I don't know. Tawny, though, I mean. Probably the time Tawny Katane was popular, so that, whatever. Greg, Brady Bunch, Peter, Brady Bunch, Anita, I think that's West Side Story, isn't it? I think so. So the only one we don't know for sure is if Tawny is anything, is in anything. Right. Um, yeah, Arab's definitely in um, West Side Story as well. Yeah, because I saw that her name was, she. they were originally going to have her name be like, um... Action, and they changed it to Arab. What if, like, Tawny was like little Cindy Brady's middle name? Like, she's a real gangster with Tawny, you know, Cindy Tawny. Yeah, that that's what that's probably what it is. <laughs> you, yeah, you got it. Um, <laughs> okay, so why don't you talk a little bit about some of the characters? Well, okay, so my favorite character in the story is probably either going to be a Cindy. We oh, Jan, there's a Jan in there, too. There is a Jan. Yeah. Um, I do like Cindy, um, mostly because we'll get to deaths later, but I love her death, like, a whole, whole lot. Yeah, it's um, But um, just in general, like, you don't – this is a good example, like – some of the people that have in the upper class, you know, section of the program, they're they're good and bad. And some people that are in the lower class are good and bad. So it's like the experiment to blend them all d- goes horribly. And it's probably because of Pamela Springsteen. It's Angela that, you know. Well, and also it's because and the they, counselors are the worst counselors in the world. Well, yeah. And also when you purposely do a social experiment and be like, yo, you're poor. This is why you're in this. Yeah. And, you, like, and you're rich. Like, so there's always all like already this preconceived notion of someone being better than somebody else. Yeah. And they tried to uniform it all with a little nasty ass sweatshirt, but that's not really going to do much. And, um, but what I did think that did help though, even, even though I totally agree with what you're saying, but the, the, the camp or the group that was led by, um, Scott's or Scott's 
Sean. Sean's Sean's dad. They're actually getting along and they're they're like yeah. having fun and like they're really they're feeling and they're 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 vibing with this whole experiment experiment. So you just makes you wonder if you know Herman wasn't trying to get in this girl's pants and I don't know what she's thinking with his Playboy belt buckle and what nonsense is going on in this in these woods, in these happy woods or whatever they're called. And then Lily. Okay, yeah, that's that is. But they're just terrible. Like they're just. I don't even. Ugh. And he's over there, like, whenever they're doing the um, introduction at the very at the beginning in the in the little mess hall or whatever, he's making all these like oh schnookums faces to her, and I'm like, your wife is right beside you. There's an yeah. entire room full of she kids, and he's all like, eh. he's like basically being, I don't know, like he's possessed by. And that dude has been in stuff. Like he was in Scrooged. Who? Uh, yeah, Michael Pollard. Yeah, he's yeah, in t- like he's, he's been in a few things. He's definitely been in Roxanne. I know he was in Roxanne, and um, and he was in Scrooge. Um, there was something else that he was in. I think he, his name is actually Herman in Scro- Scrooge as well, which is interesting. Yeah, let's see. Um, he's in House of Oh, he's in House of a Thousand Corpses. He's in the very beginning. Is oh, right, the, right. That's where I remember him from. The oh, gas station. He's also in Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. We don't watch that. I don't really watch it, but well, I, mean, I've seen, I, I like that movie. I'm sure he's dead. Yeah, he, well, he just died last year. Wow. He was Dang. 80. Anyway, okay. His death so, started COVID. Yep. Oh, my God, it did. <laughs> so we have this storyline where there's a news reporter that's um, going to just film the beginning of the camp, I guess, for a news story about this social experiment. She asks uh, and Angela, who is there as Maria, to get her cocaine. Of course, Angela's not going to get her cocaine because th- that's immoral. So she gets her, like, Comet or Ajax or something. Guaranteed to clean your pipes. Yep. And so <laughs> that's an aw- that's awesome when she, like, just, like, she does it and then she immediately dies. Where they, I think they were, spo- they were supposed to be, like, she was supposed to drive away, though, and there was supposed to be, like, a fiery car crash, but they couldn't film it. I mean, what's uh, up with her snorting the cocaine and then, like, it sounds like Pop Rocks for, like, 30 seconds? Because because people back then didn't know what cocaine sounded like. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, Maria and Maria slash Angela, is she's in the group with Herman, the disgusting guy. Snowboy, who's this, like, white punk rock guy. Peter and Jan. Yeah. But I don't remember them that well. I don't remember Peter, but Jan is the little hussy. I remember Snowboy and um, Jan is. Oh yeah, Jan. Yeah, okay. She must be the little hussy. No, yeah. she is the hussy. But who is Peter? Peter. Oh, Peter is very mean. <laughs> okay, that gives a lot. I think he's from the upper upper class. He's the upper class black guy. He's, I only remember the one that had the uh, G, that had like the boombox. That's Riff, and he's uh, from he's from the lower class side of. And him. I he's, love him. He's in a different group, but I think Peter Peter is upper class black guy in this in this group with Herman. Huh. And you know you can't look it up in pictures because. Peter was Angela's original name, so that's all that comes up. Oh. <laughs> so, that's cool. Um, wait, was he the aging guy? No, 
he's definitely the black guy. He gets a firecracker thrown in his face and blows up. He keeps throwing firecrackers out of the whole movie. Oh, right. I thought that was Snowboy, but. No, he's a, Snowboy's just like obsessed with his spray paint and he's like spray paint and everything. Like, why? <laughs> I, don't that, I don't remember that guy being. Oh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter, I guess. Um, so then, uh, so. Snowboy and Peter go to fish. Herman and Jane are having sex. So, of course, they get killed. Um, and this, the stick is the same stick from part two I, re- I read a long time ago. Because I was like, that looks like the, the same stick that she beats Allie down the outhouse with. I was like, it seemed so. And they film these back to back. And it just made sense. I, I purposely looked it up to see if that was the same thing. If it was like a trivia. And yeah. it was. It was yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah. And you like you said, when so she kills them and then. When she sets off a firecracker in Peter's nose and burns Snowboy alive, yeah, and I think that along Her- with the other bodies that are in that tent, yeah, I think for Herman though, what she was supposed to do, she was supposed to burn his crotch and call it a weenie roast, but like um, the tawny death, it was cut for budgetary reasons. So she ends up just beating him with a stick and then shoving it in his mouth instead. Okay, so then she's so then her plan is to just travel camp to camp. So then she gets to Lily's campsite. Lily is the um, the terrible that terrible woman. That terrible, terrible woman. <laughs> and so then she, so that at this point she's in a group with Bobby. Who? Oh, by the way, I found out the guy that played Bobby did. Um, he was like the stupidest trivia but it's really funny and it all because he's so lame he currently stars as the son in the jimmy dean breakfast commercials <laughs> That's awful. so bobby's there um cindy riff and arab yes so angela switches places with arab that's the first one yes yeah, she, yeah. yeah. So she, that's, you know, she, and then she gets the axe to the head. Lily says the camper's out on a trust building exercise. Of course, she puts her with Cindy where we get to the best death. That's the, uh, let me see if that's what I had written down. It's actually not my favorite death in the movie. Okay. Well, it's mine. I, I, especially if, especially if you had, if you had the, um, old one that they put out a, like, Red Cross sued them. So they had to put the, uh, the box set out of print because it used like Red Cross imagery on it, but they had all the deleted scenes and the flagpole scene. It shows like so much more of her being like like from the top being just free falling and then her yeah. head exploding into the into the. I don't I don't think that would have been my favorite kill had I not seen that deleted scene. But however, that's what that's what you get for being a racist, a fornicator, a nasty, snotty bigot, a cheerleader, a drug taker, and a, a real nice with drugs and smoking. She's she like, yeah, you're real nice. You can be a cheerleader. Well, she said all those things to her for like killing her. <laughs> I know, but there's no reason to kill someone just because they're a cheerleader. And so that sounds like a little bit of jealousy to me. Okay, let's go to cheerleader camp. We can go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and we can talk about how this is not real cheerleaders. So, um, no, but see, then, I, I her death. It really, it, it really hurts me. Like it's one of those I don't like to watch because the way it sounds when her head hits the oh, concrete, yeah. it's like you can feel it. It looks real. It really does look real. Okay, so then she gets Lily and tricks her. <laughs> And I don't know how she does a trust experiment with her and then pushes her into this like 
whole, like, I don't know, just a bunch of trash bags in a heap. Yeah, because they were burying their trash because it was cheaper to bury the trash than to hire an actual trash service. So but, they did, but they were all just there. It was There wasn't like any well, dirt. Over they hadn't buried it yet. But I also don't know why there was so much trash when the camp had just started and it was like five people. Not yeah, really, and so. there were like 30 was like, bags. It was like 30 trash bags. <laughs> They're probably the same bags that Marie, Marie and Nicostra flew into at the very beginning. <laughs> so probably. She just brought them. She's probably uh, so then we have the lawnmower death because she uh, runs over Lily's head, which was in greatly gratifying. So that was actually my favorite death, um, just because she does bury her um, up to the neck, pulls her blindfold off, and then comes and runs her over with the lawnmower, and basically just for being greedy, lazy, and bossy. And it's just amazing. I just I, hearing Lily Miranda scream um, really gives angels wings and makes me smile. Yeah, she's a, she's just she's just a disgusting woman. She's awful. So um, then, but in the meantime, she has been fake seducing Bobby, who is the lamest person that has ever existed on Earth. He's super uh, lame, but he's he. You think he's going to be sweet? Yeah, he tricks you, and then he's like, "Oh, you're, uh, yeah, you're you're on the bad, you know, like you're the poor person, so of course you'll have sex with anyone." <laughs> so she ties him up to a tree and he's dumb enough to think that this is some kind of kink and then she ties him to a car and drives away pulling his arms off so epic and then what happens with riff because oh and then there's that whole thing with cindy and riff before she gets killed where she's like saying some really awful sh- she's really him. yeah she's really racist I mean, she uses she straight up uses the n-word twice yeah. on him and i was like and, and i would have killed her right then yeah like in front you, of you, you knew angela you knew angela was sitting there thinking oh it's gonna be time <laughs> yeah i don't i didn't i didn't really know what she would think of that because you know i know she was like immoral but i don't know how she is with her politics so <laughs> and it you know who knows i get I, you know it's a curse word so yeah but um so she stabs riff with tent spikes but after, I, lo- I love Riff, though. Yeah, but after she and she basically kills him, and it's, it's not even for really any reason other than he's just pisses her off, is lazy, and it's punishment for pissing her off and like and not playing his music. music and yeah, he wouldn't turn his music off. So, do you remember the song that she sings to him? I I don't. I have, I've had it memorized. Like I think I've had it memorized like my whole okay, life. But yeah, um, yeah. so so yeah, she throws a tape in, and first of all, if I'm just sitting there in my tent and someone throws a tape in at me. I wouldn't just be like, yeah. Oh, no, no, you wouldn't. Especially if he was so like, I want to listen to this music and I'm not going to turn it off, bitch. Then he just gets a tape flown from the sky and is like, well, um, so much for this thing I wanted to listen to so much. I'm going to listen to this. Like what? Like, I guess I would be curious. I'd probably do it. Yeah, maybe. Um, and it's it's not it's not nearly as bad as a rap from the movie Cheerleader Camp with um, the two guys in that. But I, it's like um, angels are pretty. Angels can fly. Here is an angel that can make you die. You've got no style. You've got no flair. All you do is fight and swear. So say your prayers and make amends because your life story is about to end. But <laughs> That was better than the Cheerleader Camp one, which, by the way, I played for my roommate and and uh-huh. one of my best friends, Brandon. And he was like, that's so bad, Emily. And I was like, I know it is, but it's like I did it like in the movie. It's bad in the movie. OK, like, don't think I would. I just butchered it. 
Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I maybe slightly butchered it, but it was already slaughtered. So, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, you, probably you, made, you made it you better. You sounded better. You sounded better than the real one, I think. Cause, oh, my God. Like, oh, let's get real. Angela is a king of rap. <laughs> I just I, mean, I don't see her as a rapper. That's true. That's true. Maybe maybe if it, she had stayed to Peter Baker, maybe she'd have had a life as a rapper. But I mean, we'll never know. Never Guess know. we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I okay. Is it inferred that this whole time, because when she sees um, Barney, who's the cop, come up, she re- like at the beginning of the movie, she recognizes him already. Oh, she totally knows who he is because she yeah. puts her glasses back on over her dark, baggy right. eyes, and yeah. So she, you know, I it's I don't I think we can say that it's not like a surprise that, it, or it wasn't it wasn't pre-planned. It was planned that she went. She was going to go to theirs last. Oh, and yeah. it just so happens that it's the it is the best. Um, it has Barney Tony. Marsha, who they kind of get together, but from they're from the wrong side of the tracks, you know. Well, mm-hmm. they were on one, either one side. It was a pretty in pink situation. Yeah. Um, and then Anita and Greg, and I. Greg is the Asian guy, right? Yeah, I think his name is Greg Nakashima, so that would make sense. And Anita is. She's. I think she's got. Well, no. I thought she was. That's the girl from the second movie. She's black. She's like a. She's like a, a black girl, but she's. Right. Oh, is that this movie? I thought she was a. Yeah. Short, little white pixie girl, but that could be the counselor from part two that I'm thinking of. Yeah. No. It is definitely. She's black because there's not another black female in the movie. So it would make like. It has to be her then. Yeah. Um. And then. They're like, well, we're going to take, we have to take you back there. We have to take you back to your other camp. You can't come here. And because she's supposed to switch with Marsha. And of course, Marsha doesn't want to leave because she wants to be with Tony. Um, so when they all walk together to go back to the camp, she fakes a leg injury. And he tends to Angela. Marsha discovers Lily's body and flees. And after a tense standoff. Well, it's not even that she just discovers it. Like, basically, she's like, you know, she's hanging out. She's just sitting on her ass out back. Go see. Like, she basically sets yeah, it up. Yeah, she tells her to go out there because she wants to have a standoff with Barney. Yeah. Um. So she, she just shoots him. Well, and... <sighs> Yeah, I'm mad. Um, if that's what it sounds like, if that, if that's what it sounds like <laughs> it when I'm not, mad. If I if I grunt like Cujo, but that, not. That, no, that didn't sound like. <laughs> well, I'm steaming literally. Um, no, I just she's got her hands behind her back. Like we see that she's holding a gun. She's slowly coming closer while he's flipping tables and knocking over bread baskets um, about killing his son. But like you're a cop and you're like she's approaching you slowly. You know she's a maniac, and yet you don't think hmm, why are her hands behind her back. You dumb fucker you deserve to be shot like that 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 was real dumb god what like what a waste and like what a total like and what like a exactly because that's like the big thing you're like okay because this was the third one too and you know they they didn't have plans to make another one and you know until 2008 and that's only because of fan response from the movies over the years and like on the internet so why couldn't they have had 
yeah, she could have killed all these other people, and that's fine. But, like, get him some justice for his son at the end. And, like, kind of, like, give some resolve to Angela's situation. Like, you know, have a scene within, like, with her in a mental institution, like, talking about, like, kind of, like, going in full circle, talking about, like, how, you know, her aunt fucked her up or whatever. I don't know. Like, it. Something. I mean, that would have been really interesting, actually. But. Oh, well. Well, ne- well guess we'll never know. That's another well, thing. We'll never yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? Um, Michael's A. Simpson. I should have made this film, not you. Yeah, pretty. you can stick with part two, but I'm remaking part three, <laughs> even though part three has like my favorite deaths and my favorite quotes. <clears throat> um, there are some things like th- this could have been a little more final because I'm sure they weren't well, expecting to make the survivor in 92 and then right. return in 2008. Um, no, they weren't. And the thing is, like, you know, he 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 was like, oh, my gosh, this is so easy and fun and it's going to do, you know, It'll do fine because it's a horror movie and it's like the good time for it during part two. He mm-hmm. started writing part three mm-hmm. during filming. They only had a week in between filming number two and three. So but I did. So I mean, I get that he was like rushed and everything, but like he didn't have to do a carbon copy of part two just with different characters and, and, you know, having this, like he added the social experiment kind of thing. But other than that, it's like, why don't um, we get any resolve with like any of the character, like the the Angela character or the, you know the co- the cop character or like, you know g- going back. I do know that, you know we don't know if Molly's dead at the end of part two. We assume she probably died, but oh, but we know at the beginning. But yeah, because in the beginning the reporter says there were nineteen deaths from the last movie. There were eighteen without <laughs> Molly, which means Molly right. did die. <clears throat> So, but another difference between two and three that we're overlooking is in part two, Pamela Springsteen, Angela has this gross braid. And then in part three, she's got this bleached up hair that looks like a dead sheep on her head. But it kind of looks like Maria's hair. So, well, no, I was just joking. I mean, it is Maria's hair, but it's fried and nasty and looks like a sheep dog on her head. Yeah, it looks like 1989. However, I will say (laughs) when I was putting together that, um, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but the. Uh, mega mix. I've listened to some of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You like some, yeah. The second Sleepaway Camp Part Two, the theme song is not great, but I, and I love part one, but I thought I hated part three for a second, but it's actually way better than the second one. Oh, it's way better than the second one. Yeah. I mean, it, none of those are It's the Night Again. But you know, from he knows your love, nothing, oh. nothing can talk that nothing. except for pro, except for the prom night thing, which is really good. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but what I, I don't remember what I was saying when I. It's about music and the the teenage wasteland, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it it, it did have a better soundtrack. Well, it had a better theme song. Um, but yeah, I just really think Michael A. Simpson that you could have done a little more with the story, like. I really don't see how how uh, like it would cost that much more money. He could have what they could have done is used the the mess hall or whatever mm-hmm. and use that as as the mental institution at the end or something. Like just oh, yeah. you know like set it up. It. So they wouldn't have to like buy anything. I mean, they'd have to buy the stuff to like set it up, but they wouldn't have to like have a whole another place. Yeah. They already have it. It's just like I really want 
to hear what Angela has to say because about her whole situation because we never get that. I don't even think we get it in return. I mean, we sort of get a well, we get a little bit in the second one that she's talking about herself in the first movie, but we don't get anything else about like, no, before, I'm saying like, before I'm saying the like, first movie. I want to hear what she has to say about, you know, watching her f- dad. Well, yeah. First of all, watching her dad have a gay lover. Right. Because that's kind of, I mean, there's scenes in the movie, but they're glo- they're kind of like, okay. And then we move on and we don't really know like what it's supposed to mean. And then, I mean, well, there are different ways to interpret it. So then, and then, you know, she, the aunt makes her have a sex change. So, Bizarre. like, yeah, it is, it's just like, I know, like, you're not going to tell Molly this or who, you know, you're not going to go up. But, like, yeah. you know, Molly in the first, oh, second, in the second one. one. Yeah. But in the third one, like, at the end, I just wish there was some resolve with, like, you know, like, humanize her some because she's been through a lot. I know it doesn't give her any good reason to like, you know, kill people that are immoral. But I mean, like, she's clearly fucked up from like this experience. And it would be nice to have some resolve for that or explanation. And it would it would have been nice for the cop to live because it's like you you, because from the beginning, it sets it up like, oh, my God, there's going to be a showdown because this is the guy that originally arrested her. And. She killed his son. And then it's like the showdown lasts like 10 minutes and then she just shoots him. Not even. And that's not even the end of the movie. I guess the resolve is just basically she becomes a fucking psychotic, deranged killer. And we don't need to know why it's scarier, even though it's not scary at all. If she doesn't have we don't know her motives. I mean, her. It's not like a Michael Myers thing where I hate that Rob Zombie gave him a backstory because I don't. Well, I don't really like the Halloween. I mean, she's just fucked up. She's just I don't. Up. I don't like the Halloween movies anyway. But the well, thing but that's yes. scary about Michael Myers okay. is you really don't know what is up with him because he see he seemingly came from a normal family. Blah blah blah. So there's really like he's just evil. With her, like there's stuff that did happen to her, right. and so you think so that we already know. Well, you think that she would just like I would just like her to explain some like like her thoughts. She doesn't that's know all. anybody that. <laughs> I mean, she's too, no. busy, she's too busy killing him. Take you know who she care, owes it to. She owes it to me. Business. Well, she, she owes it to you. me. She oh, owes Pamela. it to her brother, Bruce Springsteen, and that's it. But so anyway, so she kills Barney, but she's not done. Nope. Um. Never. Yeah. So she shows. Uh, she she ties the remaining campers together, which are. Um, Tony, Marsha, Anita, and Greg, and she uh, forces no. Marsha, Mar- no. I'm sorry. Marsha's in one of the is in one of the cabins. She yeah. she she ties the rest of them together and forces them to find Marsha in one of the mm-hmm. cabins. Right. And then when Greg and Anita find her, they are killed by booby traps. And Angela decides to let Marsha and Tony live, but as she tries to leave. Angela is stabbed numerous times by Marsha. Love it. And then we get the end of the movie. You get two more deaths, though. <laughs> well. Yeah, they die. Th- well, I guess because Angela doesn't really die. No, you get the paramedic and the policeman both get killed by Angela at the very end. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And then they're like, what's going on back there? Oh, nothing. Just taking care of business. And she's like, like it's so hokey how like you she's clearly so obviously you keep seeing yeah you keep seeing her like looking like opening her eyes and closing them like opening her eyes and closing them <laughs> I loved it though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry I was taking a sip of a drink anyway <laughs> I shouldn't have done that because now I have to cough <laughs> okay um. So uh, I was going to do some trivia. We've already given some, but I thought I'd give a few more. Go uh, for it. I'm here for it. So both part two and three were filmed over a six week period. That's that's crazy. That's like a crazy amount of time. There's a lot of dead people in six weeks. A lot of dead people. Yeah, that's why it's 19 plus however many are in this movie. I think it's. It's less than in the last one. It's 16, so 19 16. Plus, what, what is 19 plus 16? 35. Yeah, I just didn't want to do it, so. Oh, 35. Okay, I wasn't, like, doing, I wasn't, like, saying that because I'm, like, an idiot. I just really didn't feel like doing it. So, mm-hmm. um, what? I'm, I'm getting, like, notifications. I have to if I have sufficient funds in my account for something anyway well, you're, getting, you're getting notification from me let's do some trivia <laughs> okay so the hockey mask angel used in sleepaway camp 2 is seen in the fishing scene as it, it is pulled out of the water another camper remarks that the date is saturday the 14th Woo. i don't really i mean who cares so uh <laughs> the license number on the truck correspond with like the uh, truck she drives Corresponds with the house numbers in A Nightmare on Elm Street. I would have never noticed that, I don't think. Guess what song they used? Like, not the song they used, but like to get the name Teenage Wasteland. I, I don't know the name of it, but I know it's a Who it's song. It's Bob O'Reilly. Oh, but it's a that's a Who song, right? Yeah. I yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, I don't really like the hoop. It. I mean, I like Pinball Wizard. That's about it. Nah. I like like that one song that was off a of Ar- Armenia in the Sky or something. It doesn't sound like the Who. That's probably why I like. I it. mean, yeah. And when it comes to Pinball Wizard, I like it when it's um, sung by Glee. Whatever. I, and I like it. Is that the one they? No, they use Baba O'Reilly in the trailer for Stranger Things three. I think you're right. So and so I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jerry Silva, that, wait, whatever. I think he wrote the, both of them, so it doesn't matter. Um, why don't we talk about when she has the little flashbacks? What do you think of that? Wait, wait, we just went from Jerry Silva to flashbacks? What flashbacks? Well, these are, it's a, like, okay, like when she's like, it, she goes to the mess hall and she starts having the flashbacks of her singing and she's like you like me mm-hmm. you liked me like I, I don't remember that in the movie was that in the movie in part uh-huh. two uh-huh. but um, no, in part, no no but she's like remembering getting like some of it's like bullshit like that she's made up in her head but she's singing like the happy camper song and like i think they have like she has a tiara on her head it's, it's like real slow it's, it looks like she's like winning like well, didn't they give her camp count counselor of the week maybe she's thinking back yeah, like, yeah. you like me they didn't give her a crown for it 
Well, they should have, and they might they might have lived. I mean, true. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm a happy camper. Like, it's so weird. It's a weird flashback. Yeah, but it is. But it is much like Sally Fields. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, totally fun. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> totes my goats. So the belt from this movie is the same one that she wore in part two. If anyone cares. Yeah, I don't. That I don't either. <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, Tracy Griffith, who played um, Marsha. Yeah. She had she had originally auditioned for the role of Angela. What? Yeah, that would have been totally random. Would they have given her another plastic surgery change? I mean, like, what's happening? No, I think that I think that's saying that she originally auditioned for Angela in the for the second one. Oh, interesting. She's way too nice. Yeah, that's probably why she didn't get it. <laughs> um, so. We've already talked about Arab and how she was originally to be called Action, and this isn't in the trivia that I read, but we all know. Well, we don't. Maybe don't all know. But what other movie do I love, and I think you love? Is she also in? Oh, um, not of the demons. T- one. 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 Yeah, she's kind yeah. of boring in that one, but well, she, she does have the coffin sex scene. That was cool. I thought that was the other girl. I thought that was a oh I don't know I don't know her real name Arab. I, I, I think uh, the girl she's like the Alice in Wonderland one I think they have sex in a car I don't know two what one of those couples have sex in a car <laughs> so yeah. um so and so also Tracy Griffith who played Marsha and Mark Oliver who is I'm assuming is the guy that played Tony ha- did have a um thing Tony was a stud they, I, I know uh, I mean good lord mm. and. He was so sweet. I could have danced all night. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) But it only lasted a few weeks. So. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. And we talked about the, um, the names. Apparently, during production of both of these films, Pamela Springsteen did not tell anyone that she was actually Bruce Springsteen's sister. And they didn't find out about it until years later. Um, that was probably because Bruce told her not to tell anyone. <laughs> he was probably like, hey, I got an album coming out. I need you to shh. <laughs> yeah. Or just don't do this, please. Um, so. Yeah, you know, oh, you talked about it. The weenie roast thing. Um, and then I talked about the news reporter, her entire team were supposed to die in a fire explosion after Angela cut the brake lines to her, their van. But I like the cocaine scene better. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty cool scene. And it just gives it, it just sets up the stage that Angela is going to be like cutting, like taking no bullshit, getting right to the point, And then we we're going to have a lot of good witty one liners. Cause, um, one of my favorite one-liners is when she does kill um, Jan, I think. Um, but, but I think Herman keeps calling her Sweet Pea the whole movie, oh, which, yeah. is so, which is so disgusting. But um, right before, right when she's dragging her t- a shirtless, naked body away, she's like, it's a good thing you're dead because in a couple years, your breasts would have been sagging mm-hmm. something terrible. <laughs> just think and not true either. You don't think? Angel- no, I know this for a fact. If you wear a bra all the time, you're less. I mean, it's also genetics. Oh, but she's not wearing a bra. That's the thing. 
I know, but you know, Angela doesn't know because she's part of the IBTC. <laughs> and I don't even know if she, I wonder if like she had a full like sex reassignment with hormones and if she even has breasts. Cause it, you know, that, that kind of bra that she wears could covers it, could like cover them. That up. kind of bra she's wearing was on Madonna's fucking blonde ambition tour. I don't even know what's up with those cones. But she they didn't look, have, I mean, yeah, but. You know what I mean? They look like could, hard. But it looks like there was so much area she could have been like stuffing it. Oh, 100%. They weren't, I'm not saying that they were real boobs under there. They were probably, I mean, I don't mean. I'm saying for Angela, like, I wonder if she yeah. had like gone through the hormones and like gotten boobs. I mean, her voice, I would think. If they want us to believe well, that's the her fact voice, that she's that's... an actual woman. Yeah. Well, that's too. <laughs> you know what? She doesn't have thighs at all. I mean, she's Tubes. got she's got pipe legs. Tubes. Yeah. Tubes. I love tube her. Leg. I Lead love pipe, tube leg. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Like tube legs are different than tree trunk legs. I said it. I said it before. I'll say it again. Because <laughs> tree trunk legs implies that you have cankles which means that your legs are really fat angela's legs are very skinny but not much to look at because they literally look like she's like walking on two toothpicks my god they're the same size from thigh to like down they don't make any sense whatever <laughs> they don't make any sense. um so do you have any so okay what are we gonna well what are you what are we gonna give it like a, i'm gonna like to do exactly what you say. Um, you out of five, out of five stars, what do you get? What do, I can't? Did we? I don't think we gave sleep. We can't. Do I don't think we rated the second one in our podcast. So we'll just do it now. Yeah. Okay. So part two, out of five, I'm gonna give it a solid four. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four as well. Because I think I give the first one a five. The first one's definitely a five. And I think the third one would be. Because I'm doing, I get to do them by uh, quarter by, percentage. Yeah, quarter percentage. I'm going to give the third one a 3.75. Well, if we get to do quarter percentages, I'm going to change my two to a 4.25. And then I'm going to give part three a 3.75 as well. Okay, yeah. Because I love part two. Yeah, I do too. A, a so I think, I, yeah, I, get, I think 4.25 is actually yeah. probably more accurate. I mean, and... And and I think that from the three point five to three point seven five, I can I can I can um, support that with Cindy's quote um, from this movie when they're like, she's like, I just like movies with good acting, like Gone with the Wind or or, or The Care Bears. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I, I hate I, I hate her so much. God, she's so <laughs> awful. Like, um, okay, so, I, so I'm gonna find out where she lives, and I'm gonna dress up like a Care Bear out of her house. How about that? Because oh she's the I one that was that. she's the one that should be living near me. <laughs> so what would you I'd be like hey I'm a good actor look at me what do I you know 1989 am I ringing any bells and then I'll raise up the flagpole and be like how about now <laughs> oh remember when she kills Bobby and she says thank god there will be one less idiot in politics <laughs> oh my god I well did she that. she didn't know that wasn't going to be true but um uh, <laughs> good stuff Party all night, teenage wasteland. Teenage wasteland. Our boy Snowboy. So his and his death was pretty good. I have it on a. I liked his because he was a creep. And then after he blows up in the after she blows him up in the tent, it kind of like he kind of goes, uh, like he kind of like 
lets out a little squeal of air. Out, you know, it's like very whimpery. Oh, so here. OK, I'm finding the play, the place where Bobby's being gross. Because um, at first they're just talking about, like, why he even came. Oh, for, for his resume or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he says, I think you're nice. And she says, thanks. And he's like, do you think I'm nice? And he, she's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> he says, good. <laughs> Can I tell you something else? And she says, what? And he, he goes, I like being tied up, especially next to you. It turns me on. <laughs> oh, my God. And she says, stop, like for real, like stop. Not like, oh, my God, stop, like stop. And he said, I thought you wanted it. And she said, no. And he goes, your type always does. Mm-mm. At least not now. She and then in parentheses it says she thinks of ways to of a way to kill him. <laughs> Meet me at the main main camp right after dark. How will we get away from, with uh, from Lily? I'll take care of that. God, learning love- learning to fish with Angela. <laughs> It seems every year I'm at camp, someone loses their head. That's right. That's after she cuts off Arab's head, I guess. And uh, have a nice life. What's left? What's of left it? of it? <laughs> and then, oh, and then when she her favorite color is blood red. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, we forgot too. Right before, just to be even more of a bitch, right before she kills Lily, doesn't she? She's like, by the way, your husband fools around and then chops her head oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, and when Bobby also says, I like movies that make America look great, like Rambo Part 3. <laughs> Rambo Part 3. <laughs> and Riff says, ones with tits and blood. <laughs> I mean, valid. Gone with the Winter Care Bears. I love it. Marcia says, oh God, that Tony guy's hot. And Cindy says he's Mexican. What a bitch. I know. That's why she gets to say later, why are you doing this to me, Angela? Because you're a cheerleader, a fornicator, a drug taker, a nasty, snotty bigot. And besides that, you're real nice. Yeah. See? Yeah. She gets. I love it. Yes, it's good. It's a great movie. I I, I highly recommend it. Um, I've seen a lot of people hate on this movie and part two, actually, for that matter, Um, just because it's such a it's such a turn from part one. Oh, it's a totally different vibe. I mean, they wanted it like that. So, but I don't really think it's like a you know I don't think it's up there with um are those movies like the Care Bears. No, student bodies like those <laughs> actual parody or like scary movies stuff like that. I, I don't think they're I don't think they're that kind. Like some people see them as that. I think they're like black comedy. Oh, 100%. That's supposed to be. Like, yeah, I don't think, and I think people are just watching them the wrong way, or maybe they're, you know, we did watch it when we were younger, so maybe there's nostalgia there. But I mean, I think the deaths are good enough to get away with the silliness of it. Oh, 100%. Because what I mean, like, why are you watching a slasher movie if you like, want something's really serious. <clears throat> True. Uh, True. We just don't. 
Go watch Gone with the Wind or the Care Bears. <laughs> or Rambo Part 3. Or Rambo Part 3, because those are the top three movies of all time. <laughs> so do you have anything else you want to say about the this either the series or just this movie in general? Uh, no, I, you know, I'd like to end each uh, episode by gagging with something from, you know, the movie, but in this, I'd be gagged with Comet, gag me with a firecracker, gag me with an axe, gag me with a tent spike, gag me with a Jeep, gag me with a pistol, gag me with a syringe, just, just gag me, just, just stay gagged. Gag me with garbage filled with rats and a lawnmower. Preach. Yeah. Get well, gag she, and you know she doesn't gag anyone with a knife, does she? Not in this one. She gets gagged. She gets stabbed with a knife. Hey, when we remake her. this movie, mm-hmm. so we can do what I want to do with it, we can have a gag me with a knife. Are you gonna have me be Angela? That'd be great. Yeah. Yes. I don't know who I'll be. I'll probably make myself be the hot girl because I always. You do know that. you'll be Marsha or Molly. Yeah, of course, and I'll make and I'll make like some poor soul. That just needs the money be like my love interest just so I can kiss them in the movie. <laughs> That's fine. That works. I mean, yeah. I'll kill, I'll kill you just the same. <laughs> because at the end of the day, if 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 um if Molly or if um Angela had seen how Marsha was, remember at the very end he Tony's like, Well, I'll call you. She's like, I actually have a boyfriend. And we're like, What? What bitch? Yeah. So yeah. that that would have probably pissed off Angela. But also, if, going back to part two, I still don't understand why she calls Molly. I mean, it's okay. I do. It's because she's found out. But yeah. like, that she should have let her get away or something, and just like changed her face or something because she really did, didn't do anything wrong. She was really good. I love. And, and she was le- she was letting Marsha and Tony get away. She was. So why couldn't she let Molly get away? You know, if you're looking for answers, uh, you might want to turn to the Care Bears because I don't have any for in sleepaway yeah, camp. Yeah, Molly probably would have told her brothers Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez and her dad Martin Sheen about it. Yes, <laughs> and, her mother, been- and, and her mother Mrs. Martin Sheen. I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like this is the end of a uh, Janet Sheen. Janet shaming. Janet Sheen. That's the name of her oh. Name. Oh, it is? Whatever. <laughs> Martin Sheen's wife is fine. She was not like big trying to get her name out there or anything, so. True that. I mean, anyway, whatever. I'm sure he lo- Is he still married to her? That I don't know. No, oh, who cares? Anyway. I would, I would assume. I bet he gags her with something. Shit. Not a knife. Shit. He's 5'7". Five, he's five, I doubt that. He stands it, up and does it. I doubt that anyone's gagged when you're 5'7", but... Oh, you could. <laughs> it depends on your gag reflex, but a stump could do it. He might have a big old chode. You don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. All right, everybody. But anyway, stay, stay I'm actually gagged. gagged. I'm actually gagging I'm right actually now. I'm actually gagged. <laughs> this is another bit. episode of Gag Me with a Knife. We'll see you next time. Deuces. <laughs> Put their trust in
make them cry. 